0: Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of The Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of tummy team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean, and I'm here again with my good friend, Beth Learn, from Fit2Be Online Studios. And we are doing um, our second podcast together. Beth was my very first interview when we um, launched this back in September, and there's a couple reasons why I really wanted to have another conversation with her and share that with you guys. Um, Hi, Beth. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, we're yeah. Uh, we're recording this uh, in about a week before Christmas, two thousand twenty. Yeah, and uh, we we uh, it's a little crazy right now, but we're hanging in, right? <laughs> yes, we
1: are hanging in there, dealing with technical issues and flying over those hurdles so we can
0: still do this. Yes, technology has not been our friend today, but we're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. So, if you know anything about me from the Tummy Team and Beth from Fit2Be, you know that we have um, a very parallel story in a lot of ways that we are both professionals that work, she works in, Beth works in fitness and I work in rehab, in physical therapy. And we both had a journey of understanding diastasis recti in ourselves and going through a rehab process for ourselves. And then in addition, applied it to the work that we do. And Fit2Be is an online studio that specializes in what we have coined Tummy Safe Fitness, which is basically fitness that does not put um, in a... Bad, I don't know how else to say it, bad pressure on your abdominal wall and your pelvic floor, but actually supports your core and pelvic floor in optimal alignments and gives you just safe things to do to move forward. And so we've partnered with Beth for years and years. But today, what I really wanted to to talk about was Beth's personal journey to basically reaching the world with Tummy Safe Fitness and what that has looked like because we both started kind of, I personally started just to fix myself. I wasn't doing this type of work in rehab. I worked in a whole different area of rehab and then I shifted gears to start doing diastasis recti rehabilitation and then pelvic floor and functional core rehab. But Beth, tell us a little bit more. You were actually had been doing fitness for years and then went through this journey for yourself and then took a, a right-hand turn to shift some things, right?
1: Right. I have been a certified group fitness instructor since I was 18 years old and have worked in athletic clubs since I was 16. And I got my degree in exercise and sports science when I was 21. I finished college pretty quick. And went on to work as a fitness program manager and facility director at a couple different locations and I had children and I kept teaching group fitness. And when my children were five and two, I launched fit to be with my business partner Chris Finke. Shortly after that, I met Kelly and you can learn more about that through our podcast we did originally here on, on this show. And so right away, I wanted to integrate Diocese's awareness into fitness because that was not being done anywhere. I was seeing it anywhere online at the time. Turns out there were a couple of players in the industry, but the internet is so broad and so deep that we weren't even aware of each other back then. And um, now there's you know there's obviously more players that are springing up, but we continue to be the world's largest provider of tummy-safe workout videos that are pre-filmed professionally, good lighting and sound, available for streaming online. And like Kelly said earlier, the focus is on providing people with strategies that reduce pressure in the core, help them manage pressure in the core with breathing, with alignment, with lifting strategies, with timing, with execution. There are so many things we can play with to protect the core while strengthening, while not avoiding things, but, but approaching things with good strategies. And I really love bringing that to the fitness
0: industry. What I love the most about um, what you do at fit to be, I mean, it's hard to say because obviously I love that you are a safe, smart, educated place for me to send my clients after rehab to go into fitness. I love that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, mm-hmm. it's a component that I do some fitness, um, but that's not my expertise. And, and that's not my lane. I, you know, my lane is rehab and I, um, even the fitness things that I filmed for you <laughs> have a rehab focus, right? Um, they're very right. protective and, and intentional and focused, um, kind of on that transition back into fitness. But what I love the most is the creativity and the variety that fit to be offers because so many people come to us saying, Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. And then they feel like, Oh, I can't do anything. And me and you both know, there are so many things you can do. We've just really kind of, have blinders on to these, only these five or six core strengthening exercises that are so traditional in the fitness world that we think if we can't do that, well, I might as well do nothing for my core. And you know, the reality is anything and everything can be functional core work. Um, so I love that you offer just An enormous variety of things that are safe and smart and challenging and creative and different from kettlebell to kickboxing to you have some dance workouts on there. You've got yoga and Pilates and weight training and this huge realm of of variety that I think is it's mind boggling to people that think, oh, because I can't do these or it's not best for me to do these five things. I can't do anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think especially right now in the climate that we are existing in, with all of the COVID restrictions, for example, the word safe has come to mean not doing anything. Mm. And it's come to mean hiding and closing our doors and never venturing outside and not trying anything new. And sometimes people question the whole tummy safe terminology because they're like, well, what do you mean by safe? Does that mean that you're like not doing things and avoiding a bunch of other stuff? No. Again, what it means is we're being strategic. Mm -hmm. And sometimes strategy means that you do things a different way. Sometimes strategy means you don't do things for a little while and then you do them again. Sometimes strategy means that you actually test your boundaries and push the limits. And it all depends on where each person is in the season that they're in. And I love being a resource for people that have gone through rehab and also being a resource and a catalyst for people that have yet to go through rehab because we get a lot of people on sit to Be that have just Googled diastasis workouts and they find us. And then as they start doing what we have, I'm signposting them in our workout and referring them to rehab. And so this is just a great symbiotic relationship for helping people truly get the help that they need. The progression that they need to be able to move forward, or take a step back if that's what's meriting.
0: Yeah, I almost when you were saying that, tummy safe. I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. So many we hate as a, as an American, anything that <laughs> tells us that we can't do something, right? We hate any restrictions on our freedoms, right? And mm-hmm. and that even within fitness, even within what our body's boundaries are, we, we are notorious for powering through, pushing through, and it has helped us overcome a lot of adversity and it's helped us in a lot of ways, um, you know, push the boundaries of a lot of things. But in terms of when we hear that word safe, it does kind of feel negative. I almost want to change it right now. I was just thinking this. (laughs) I almost want to change it to tummy smart. Tummy smart Hmm. fitness, tummy smart activities. This is something that you are knowledgeable, educated, making intentional. You're not just following along (laughs) with whatever fitness guru has the latest thing out there, but you are understanding how your body was designed, what works well how fitness works what challenges you need what what um environments are too much for you and how to be smart so that you get the you achieve the goals that you want to achieve and mm-hmm. you know it's i almost feel like that's what we're telling people beyond i think it started out for both of us is like so many people were injuring themselves in fitness with the best intentions doing the things that all these specialists over the years and years have told you to do. And, and we said, no, 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 that's not really safe for your body. We want you to, to, to do tummy safe things. But that messaging is now a little bit shifting. And, and it's not just protective things we want you to do. We want you to be smart so that you can actually excel and be successful moving forward, not just not hurt yourself. You know?
1: Yes. I really like that. Yeah. I really like that terminology. Um, You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about a client that posted in my forum about how she waited for months. Again, current restrictions kept her from getting physical therapy in person with somebody. She finally got in after waiting four or five months to be seen, drove an hour each way, so excited to meet with this physical therapist, and the physical therapist just told her, yeah, I think you've just got a muscle thing going on in your abs, just do crunches. And she was devastated, and she knew that that's not what she needed. She knew she was actually there to get more help beyond what fit 2 Be has been giving her through our videos, which is a lot. Um, but then here's the physical therapist that's just talking down to her mm-hmm. and... Um, and, and telling her to go just do crunches. And it's like, there's so much more to the core than that. And I was so disappointed for her because she lives in a rural area. And that is the only physical therapist within a hundred mile radius for her. Oh. And of course, you know, we're referring her to the tummy team. And it's a beautiful online program. Um, but that's just so sad that there's still so many people out there that have not yet caught up to the fact that the core is more than crunches and that the core is more than a muscle thing. The diastasis is more than a muscle thing. There are so many things going on. Right. And um, and I just I felt so badly. And, and I love referring to my clients to physical therapy. I love referring them to the tummy team. But that was a moment when I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, how disappointing is that? So we still have work to do. And if you're listening to this and you're a physical therapist and you don't know about diastasis and the holistic aspect it has on the body, you need to get your booty and your ears and your eyes and your mind over into the tummy team and start poking around because there is
0: so much to learn. Right, the the system is failing a lot of people. Um, It failed me Mm -hmm. and it failed you to some extent. Um, Oh yeah. We we both were misdiagnosed or or kind of neglectfully dismissed um, in our symptoms and that happens when the professional just doesn't know. And the reality is we we don't know everything. Every doctor and every PT doesn't know everything. So it's hard because people will talk with authority as if they know something when they don't. And that causes a lot of damage and discouragement for people. So that's, you know, two things I want to say I love that, and we say this a lot, people often, when they feel like their body's falling apart, they quickly go to fitness when they need rehab first. And you have such a wide reach with fit to be that they find you first more than they find me first. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, you have been so... Um, intentional about understanding the role of rehab for people and giving them the encouragement and the permission to actually get specialized core rehab care. And I love that because um, the system is failing them. They may have already gone to a PT. They may have already been dismissed by their doctor or their midwife or their OB, um, and you give them a sense of validation by showing them what they, their body is not actually ready for fitness yet. Um, at, at the same time, you, I remember so clearly in the beginning, how timid you were to Mm -hmm. To speak up in professional settings, how quick you were to, to to belittle your education level in comparison to maybe, well, I'm not a PT. Well, I'm not a doctor. Well, I'm not this, and and I think initially, and maybe appropriately, that um, that that kind of limited your voice. But there was a change that happened. And I don't know if you know when that change happened, but there was a moment when you shifted from saying, okay, yes, I'm not a PT. Yes, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a surgeon, but this is what I do know. And this is what I've seen consistently. And I know there's a better way. And that shift happened. And I'm wondering if you know when that happened, when you realized that you were supposed to share on a bigger scale to professionals, to people beyond the fit to be platform in conferences and in, in different things. Do you remember that moment? Can you look back and see it?
1: I'm not sure I can recall a specific moment, but I do recall a shift in my mindset that, that happened. Um, I know you were a part of that. I know there were other people that spoke truth into my life. Um, and it would have been around 2014, no, maybe earlier than that, 2012, because we started to, to be in 2010. Ugh, 10 years, can't believe it. Um, <laughs> and and I remember what you're saying, I remember telling you, that is not my lane, you do the PT, I will send, I will send professionals to you, they need to learn from you. But then I began to realize professionals were listening to me, mm-hmm. and I'm still gonna refer them to you, just mm-hmm. like I just did a few moments ago. Mm-hmm. But while I have their attention, I might as well share what I know, not beyond what I know, but I need to be sharing faithfully what God's entrusted me to share. And I need to bloom where I'm planted. I need to continue to educate myself so I can continue to educate those around me to the best of my ability. And that's not going to look like anybody else. And I don't want to be everything to all people and i can't be everything to all people but i can be the person i meant to be i remember shifting into that mode and i still occasionally struggle with it i know we all do anybody who's listening probably can relate to that that feeling of i'm not good enough i'm not enough um so maybe i just shouldn't do anything and it's really a fitness principle this concept of All or nothing versus all or something. Mm -hmm. I can't do everything, but I can do the something I can do. And if I wake up every day and do the something I can do, that is enough. Yes. And some days that something is not very big at all. Some days that something is resting and not pushing hard. (laughs) I need rest days and off days just like anybody else. But through faithfully reaching out, faithfully connecting with my clients, faithfully educating myself, faithfully um, passing on what I know, continuing to write courses, write blogs, I have a I have a business partner and staff that hold me accountable to my own deadlines, and so um, to has grown through that and reaches more and more people as we keep doing that. And that's not to say we haven't had failures. Oh, my goodness. We've, we've had failures and we've had mistakes. We've had website crashes. We've had stuff that we think is going to be awesome fall flat. And we just, like anybody else, pick up the pieces and continue to be faithful with the work that we've been given to do.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like um, I remember giving you lots of pep talks, Um, I, I think that, I think that one of the things that is, um, gives you credibility is that you are the first to admit what you don't know. Um, but don't let that dismiss what you do know. And, and that's the difference between you and that PT in that rural area that told this person something that they didn't know. Um, and I, I remember back when you, I don't know how long ago this was, that you developed your Experts in Diastasis Recti course, and you asked me to yeah. be a part of it. And I really pushed back on that word expert. I don't know if you remember this, but I was like, um, I don't want to be referred to as an expert because an expert gives the impression that I I know everything. I know all the things to know about this thing. And what I have consistently shifted the wording to is this is my specialty. I specialize in this. I am a mm-hmm. specialist, mm-hmm. which means that I don't spend a lot of time on ACL injuries and, you know, shoulder dislocations. I specialize primarily on functional core strength and functional pelvic floor strength and diastasis recti and all the things related to that. And there's a lot of things related to that, um, in the body. But I, um, I pushed back on that expert because I think that, um, I think it's important for people to know that we are on a journey to learn more. Mm-hmm. And as we learn more, we share more. And we both have very dynamic Website platforms. I um, intentionally have never made my online programs into DVDs because I am consistently updating videos and I don't want out of date information on somebody's DVD player five years from now. I want people to come to the tummy team and know that this is the most relevant, up to date information and. Periodically, we put new videos in. We take old videos out, and sometimes the old videos weren't wrong. It's just that we have better ways to communicate that. I've become more efficient. I know um, a better a better analogy for that, and I can sum it up way quicker. And maybe I have a better recording, a better, better video, better background right. lighting, right? And I just want it to look not so archaic as it did in the beginning. Um, but i think that i think that in on your platform as well you are constantly creating new content and updating old videos and um, as well as getting more constantly learning you know you're a, you're an eager learner and i love that about you and i think it gives you a ton of credibility mm-hmm.
1: I have to admit that this has been one of the hardest years for me to learn because I am a kinesthetic, face to face, hands on, show me, let me work alongside you type of learner. Mm-hmm. And all of that is canceled this year. Mm-hmm. And it's been so frustrating because I don't like online. <laughs> Here I am with an online education platform. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for people that do thrive that way. Um, thank you for your support. But me, myself, I, you know, I have these online things I've signed up for, but I've been realizing how much I miss the in-person piece. Right. And so I am looking forward to things reopening so I can get back to touching and feeling, body Yeah. Because that's what we work with is bodies. And, um, yeah, that, it's been a challenge to continue to Stay sharp for me. I'm I'm still watching some videos, but gosh, my, I have a attention span of a nap when it comes to things
0: like <laughs> that. <laughs> I, you know, what I have found because um, I have transitioned in this season to completely online. We closed our clinic, mm-hmm. and we have been doing e sessions, and um, you know, really refining our online approach. And really, it's given us a ton of opportunity to invest much more of my energy into the online because the clinic really took so much of my time, um, that, the you know, I had little pockets of time where I could work on the online component of our business, but the online component of our business is 90% of our, our business, you know, versus the clinic, which was 10% of our business, but took 90% of my time. Um, what I have learned is I, I really, I really loved, working with clients in the clinic. I loved seeing them face-to-face. I loved giving them that tactile feedback. I loved the energy of our office was very nurturing, very validating, very empowering. Yeah. Um, but what I have found is that people have become more open to do an e-session than they ever were before. And now what I see is I've had these incredibly special moments with clients that I would never have been able to see in my clinic because they live in Georgia or Texas or Montana or Canada or you know New Zealand. Right? Mm-hmm. And um and I've been able to translate that energy into an e-session, into a really meaningful e-session. It's not the same. It's different, but it's also beautiful. And and I it has opened up my schedule um, and my availability to be more present to a much wider range of people than I could in my clinic here in Camas, Washington. So I'm trying to look at the positive components of that, but what I do miss is things that are group settings, community settings, where there's a cross-dialogue where people connect because yeah. I have this one-on-one connection with someone, but mm-hmm. being in an environment where somebody is like, like a mom's group, for instance, talking at a mom's group or talking at a women's event or talking at a midwifery conference where there's a lot of collaboration and community um, and a lot of just camaraderie that we're all a part of a, a bigger community. And I feel like that's really been... A a concept that's been attacked during this isolation part, that we are all like Mm -hmm. these individual people all over the place. And we miss that common humanity, right? That we're actually Mm -hmm. more alike than we are different. And I think this isolation has created an environment that just magnifies all of our differences and how alone we are. And that's what I miss. And we both try to create that environment in our forums and in some of the other kind of group community things that we try to do. And one of the things like you started speaking at mom's groups, speaking at conferences, and now you are creating an online conference that is, Mm -hmm. I think is going to be really something that's really needed, um, in a really pivotal time. And this is going to, this is going to be coming up. It's actually when we launched this podcast, it'll be this week. So I want to talk and shift about the conference that you're going to be, um, hosting, what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then I might ask you a couple more questions about, you know, your journey to having the confidence to share in that kind of setting.
1: Mm. Well, yeah. Okay. I'll try to share quickly. Cause I know we only have a few more minutes.
0: We have as much um, time as we but, need. I don't have a limit.
1: <laughs> um, well, okay. So we're going to do this conference and it's our winter conference. And so we'll be having it each winter and it's not a typical zoom conference because like I just said, I have got a very short attention span and I need to get up and move. I, I need to interact with people I need to <laughs> I need to have diversity and variety. I crave that. I crave that freedom. And so what we're going to do is film one of our workout sessions where we are filming a workout session. And we're doing it at a conference center in Bend, Oregon. And people will be able to participate in a workout as we're filming it. So there probably will be a couple bloopers and a couple hard stops here and there. And you'll be able to laugh with me and at me while you're getting a workout. And then while we are resetting the stage and getting ready for the next workout, we have contributors that will be um, broadcasting their content. So, for example, Kelly, you're one of the contributors. And so we're getting a video from you, and that video will play. And then we'll be having some Q&A sessions throughout the day. So there'll be a workout. And a short video from one of our contributors, another workout, another short video. We'll take a lunch break. We'll have another workout, another short video. And not all the workouts are going to be hard. We will be filming the last section of our color series. And so there will be a cardio routine, a weight routine, a stretching routine, a breathing routine, and something else creative. Five or six different routines. And it's going to be such a fun day. It will be a five or six hour event. And we're doing registrations for those right now. We're calling it the Bits, Bones, and Booties Conference. That's our theme this year is the core's connection to our bits and our bones and our booties. Because a strong core really does connect to all of those things. Our fitness connects to all those things. The state of your bones is impacted by your fitness. The state of your butt is impacted by your fitness. The state of your butt impacts your bones. It all connects. So each speaker has a different portion of that that they're going to be addressing. And we have six different guest expert speakers that are talking. And I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be really good. It actually was not my idea. It was my business partner's idea. Um, and I, But I, I have fallen in love with it. And, and now that we've got our contributors lined up and I can visualize it and I know where we're going to be filming it and presenting it, I'm, I'm fully on board and I'm getting pumped. <laughs> I'm also nervous about the filming. So there's all that
0: too, right? Because I have to film your workout. Yeah, it's always interesting when we when we're live, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Both you and I are pretty good at being one take filmers, I would say. Would you not say most of the time you get most of your stuff done in one take um, yeah. in comparison to other people that? I talk to (laughs) that take multiple, multiple takes on stuff. I, I would say we do definitely have some blooper reels and some, some times where it's not going well, but most of the time we film most of our stuff in one take. Um, that being said, when you know you're live or you have things set up with like a guest or something like that, that is always the time that it takes six takes or 10 takes, um, or something like that. So, but you know, what I love about, um, you know, your authenticity is that you're very real. And I, I feel like people relate to that. And I think that there's a lot of online personalities that um, are very polished and very um, hard to relate to. And that's just not our reality. Right. And so I think you Uh -uh. being, you being vulnerable, being authentic, being okay, making a mistake, laughing it off and moving forward. I, I feel like that's what the world needs to see. And I'm excited about this conference. I um, When you asked me to contribute, I was like, oh, I, my first instinct whenever you ask me to do something is like, sure, I'll do that. I don't know what it's going to look like, but whatever you need, I'll do it. Um, because I just feel like it's um, another avenue for people to hear about what we do in a, in a new way. But then the more you guys were telling me about it, I was like, oh my gosh, how many workouts can we do in a day? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, what are we, I'm going to be like shaking at the end of this. But I I see no. the vision a little bit more that, you know, we're going to do a little bit and then rest and, but, and and then different types of exercise and different types of yes. of movement. I love that it's at the very beginning of 2021. I love that it's yes. like, this, this, when you sign up for this, it's like this intention to shift the direction of the new year by having this, you know, this intentional day. Can you talk a little bit about how people get signed up and, um, the cost and the, um, and kind of just the practicalities, whatever, you know, I know that there's more information. And when we, when we, um, publish this podcast. We'll put all the links in there, but give people a little bit more information about how it works. Sure. So, um, the standard
1: ticket price is $89 for the entire day. Um, and you should just go to the website and see, we may have some early bird discount. And how about I say that if you guys want to email us, uh, just email support at v.us, Um, you know, we can give you a 20% discount. Because you've listened to the podcast, you can refund me out of mail. So that's an offer I'll give everybody that's listening to this. Um, and so you're getting a full day. You're going to get the recording of everything so you can watch it later, which is pretty cool. Because these workouts will only be available on Fit to Be once they're filmed. We'll put them into our regular workout library and into our color series because they'll be part of that. That's, we're doing a silver theme for this particular set of workouts. And um, so you purchase your ticket, and then on the day of the event, um, we're going to be starting around 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. So if you're on the East Coast, that would be 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And you'll be able to watch it live and then also have the replay to keep later. So even if you're not a member of Fit to Be, you're going to have these workouts, you're going to have these content items. And it's going to be a really great resource for you to come back and reuse over and over and over again throughout your year.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that it's alive for that day, but they also are going to have access to it if they, you know, can't do the whole thing all at once. And also right. they can kind of come in and out of the live, um, conference based on, you know, what they have going on in that day. I love yeah. that. Um, I encourage yeah. people to, um, the date of it is on January 8th. Is that correct? That's correct. It's on January 8th, January 8th, 2021. Um, and I just encourage people to maybe make it a date, you know, make it a date that they're going to, you know, commit that day, um, to, to doing as much of it and participating in, in as much of it as they can, because we all know, that if we can put something off, we're going to put it off. But if we make an appointment with ourselves or with someone else in a commitment, then we're going to do it. And, um, knowing that you can always step out for part of it and not miss anything, but really try to commit to being a part of the, the whole, um, conference I think is going to be really great. And I am going to be on your Q and a panel answering questions that day. Um, I don't know what people are going to ask, but I'll do my best. And um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm glad to have you. It's going to be an amazing day. We also have a couple other really big
1: voices. We have one physical therapist joining us who is a voice specialist. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be talking about the voice and its impact on the core and, you know, your whole body, your bits, your, your, cause I don't know if anybody has ever noticed that's listening to this, but. Um, if you've ever noticed yourself clenching when
0: you're yelling
1: at your kids, -hmm. um, so that's going to be a really fascinating talk
0: or leaking when you yell or when you scream. Um, I was on a roller coaster once after my kids were born and I had no core strength and I remember screaming on the roller coaster and wetting my pants (laughs) it's like, what the heck? Um, you know, I didn't even do anything. I just screamed, but that's where the pressure at that time went. Um, and, and so, yeah, I can see how that's connected. And I think that the more we can pull in all these different pieces for people, the more they realize how interconnected their body is and what a beautiful design it is. Um, and how, those things can actually work together to make you stronger in things you do all the time, like singing and, and, uh, you know, yelling if that's something that you have to do, (laughs) but you're going to do it with a good thing. I I've had, I've had clients, you know, people that are just gigglers that they giggle and laugh at everything that's like in between that. And I've, I've used that personality trait to every time they giggle that they engage their core and they're like, wow, Uh boy, my personality is really helping me out in this situation. (laughs) Um, so I think that really looking at the big picture and all the pieces and how they fit together, I think is a beautiful thing. Um, the last thing I want to talk about before we kind of sign off is, um, what do you, do you have a dream right now, a dream of what's the next thing, the next population you want to reach or the next adventure you want to reach towards? And let's not think about COVID restrictions. Let's think about <laughs> dreams, Right? dreams. Yes, I do. I knew you I would. Do. My next my next big
1: goal is to create a um, menopause course on fit to be again, pulling in voices from around the world to help women understand the fitness connections within menopause. Uh, there will be a core connection. There will be some talk of nutrition. But I'm finding that a lot of women don't understand how much power they have to control their bodies, especially during this later season of life. And if we can help women understand things between the ages of 35 and 50, which is called perimenopause, if we can dial in some things during that time of their life between childbearing and hitting menopause itself, we can improve menopause. We can reduce hot flashes. We can improve libido. We can reduce things like vaginal dryness and case counts of cancer. There is a lot of stuff that can be done, but women just don't know about it. Um, and so we're going to tackle that. That's my, my next big goal.
0: I love that. And I am like Mm -hmm. turning 49 this year. So I'm right there. This is going to be perfect timing for me. (laughs) And I, and I, I'm excited to understand and learn more about that season as well. Um, can I share my dream, my next thing that we're doing? Yes, yes do. We are going to put together a trauma course, um, uh, that's, and that's a trauma recovery course. And there's a lot of different types of trauma, but we're our first course is going to combine birth, fertility, and sexual trauma, specifically in women. Um, And a a physical recovery process that is overlooked with the emotional recovery that a lot of times people Mm -hmm. try to go through or maybe don't even know they needed to go through. Mm -hmm. So that is my dream and my next heart thing. And it's a little scary because I um, I, want to be conscientious to stay in my own lane but also confident to know what I know. And so, um, so I thought it would be fun for us both to share those dreams because I think early on we kind of, um, jumped into what we're doing in like a snowball going down a mountain, (laughs) right? (laughs) The momentum was crazy and fast and we didn't get to really, maybe didn't have a lot of or didn't feel like we had a lot of say in the directions that we were going because it was just so much and so needed. Um, but I think now we're we're focusing and um, and and with confidence, going. Okay, we've done this and we've done this. Now this is the next thing that that God's calling us to do. And I love I love partnering with you in all of that. I
1: think it's also great for our listeners to hear that we have dreams. And we lose sleep over those dreams, and we get nervous about those dreams. Um, but hopefully there will be people listening who now get to watch us tackle those. And um, hopefully that inspires some people I to so. also chase their dreams.
0: I hope so. I think there's a, there's a balance between being strong for the things, the demands of your life, the things that are required of you. But also having the strength to pursue the things that give you joy and um and I want both of those things to be you know married together pretty pretty closely because we want to be strong for the things that our life you know and our life responsibilities expect of us, but not not only that, but also looking at dreams and things that bring us joy, and how can we get back to doing? some of those things and not limiting ourselves mm-hmm. by being tummy smart and tummy safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. That's right. Well, thank you for having me on. It's a joy and an honor. Thanks, Beth. It's been really fun. And everybody that's still listening, um are interested in her conference, it's the Bits bones and booties, right? <laughs> A lot yep. of bees. But bones, bones and booties conference, January 8th, 2021. And, um, you can go to fit 2 or fit2b.us to, um, Either get one. more. Yep. They both go to the same place, um, to get more information and we'll put more information in our podcast notes so that you know what's going on. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Yep. Thank you everyone. We'll see you next time. Be well. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.